0: Well, it is 12.01, so I will get started. So welcome back, everybody. Uh, Here we are for the third talk in the second season of Pier. If you missed the earlier ones, we do have the recordings available as well as podcasts are coming out slowly but surely. All of season one is actually available in podcast form already, so 100% you can check that out. Uh, We have an anchor page that's linked to Homestead, so that's where that will be. Uh, We also share them on social media, so Make sure that you're following Y-E-G, or Homestead (laughs) Y-E-G, and then we'll be good to go. I am apparently stumbling a little bit today, so you can tell that I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, If you haven't joined the Peer Series before, welcome. What we're going to be talking about is positivity, first and foremost. The second thing that we talk about is innovation. So PEER stands for positivity and innovation for Edmonton's reopening. And as we move forward through moving through the pandemic, we wanted to focus on the positive aspects because Edmonton is this very unique and resilient community that just, we've overcome every challenge that we face. So we wanted to highlight that and uh, some of the amazing people that help uh, with that in our community. So first and foremost, We're gonna start with our land acknowledgement. So, Homestead and myself honors and thanks the many First Nations on whose historical and traditional lands Edmonton was founded. This includes the Cree, Dene, Soto, Blackfoot, and Nakota Sioux. We acknowledge and embrace the fact that we are on the traditional land of Treaty 6 territory and the traditional Métis homelands of Region 4. We acknowledge the diverse indigenous peoples whose ancestors' footsteps have marked this territory for centuries from First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and now settlers from around the world. We do this to create awareness that we are all treaty people, and to show recognition and respect for the indigenous people and the traditional territories on which we live, work, and play. We take our responsibilities with indigenous people seriously, and together we call upon all of our collective honored traditions and spirits to work in building a great city for today and future generations. Homestead holds the values of inclusiveness and diversity deep within the founding of the space, and the series was created with those same intentions. Um, we look for positivity in all ways, and first and foremost, we can always connect to our roots to find those. As we learned with the in last week, there is always uh, hope in our past. So. We might as well bring that to the future. I'm really excited today because we have Alicia here with us, who many of you will know if you've ever been into the homestead space. Um, What we're gonna be talking about today is she's got some cool projects in the works, but as many of you might know, Alicia is actually a certified personal trainer and a competitive power lifter. So she's a lot stronger than you think when she's sitting behind the front desk. Uh, We won't get her to flex too much for you today, but if she feels the need, she might have to. (laughs) But uh, the cool thing is about Homestead that not only does Alicia represent Homestead, but she actually represents herself as well. Uh, She is the owner, founder of uh, KSW Training which we're gonna go into right here. So if you're feeling like getting a little bit healthy, or maybe you've gained a little bit of pandemic weight, now is the best time to talk about it. So welcome, Alicia. Feel free to uh, go into all the fun that
1: we've been missing out on. Awesome, thank you, Madison. I really appreciate you inviting me to join the peer Series and I'm super excited to tell everybody about the exciting news that we are bringing forward here at Homestead and with Hack Sustainability, and Wellness. Um, So to start off, I'll give you guys a little bit of background on myself and my business. Uh, I moved here from Peace River, Alberta a couple of years ago um, with a passion for fitness to pursue an education training. That was back in 2018. I graduated from Elevated Learning Academy in March of 2019 in the personal training um, fitness diploma, as well as I got a certification. Um, I first started working out of a box gym, so Good Life Fitness, I'm sure you all know what that is. <laughs> uh, I'm thankful, thankful for the education I've gained through them, and I gained a lot of confidence moving forward on my own to start my own life. So I've actually met a ton of smart people who I've gained plenty of experience from as well, and I've made a lot of friends along the way. Just one thing I absolutely love about the field that I'm in is that you get to meet a lot of cool and smart people. Um, I also joined the powerlifting community and competed in GPC nationals in 2019 here in Edmonton. So that was really exciting to meet the big powerlifting community and become a part of that. Uh, I also realized afterwards that I was ready to move forward and create my own brand. Uh, Being my own boss never really appealed to me before in any other job that I had until I started doing personal training. I absolutely fell in love with the field I love the excitement and the joy that I'm able to bring to my clients and um, when they see the results that they deserve to achieve. A little bit of background on Catcho Sustainability and Wellness is, I'm going to start with the name. Of course, my last name is Catcho. Uh, I'm huge into like, I'm really family oriented. So just having my last name in my business is really important to me. I think that it should be well known. I love my family. They're my number one supporters and they always will be, so (laughs) that's a big part of the the reasoning behind my name. Uh, The sustainability and wellness part of it fell short after because my goal is to get my clients feeling their absolute best, not only for appearance, but to move better pain-free and giving them the tools to achieve a more sustainable lifestyle while doing things that they still enjoy. Um, Right now, my main focus is to specifically reach out to the office workers in Edmonton. That's kind of my niche. Working my first ever desk job it definitely made me realize how awful my posture has gotten <laughs> and um, how much of an impact it's had on my body compared to being in a constant moving state. I used to serve. I was a healthcare aide, so I've always had jobs where I've been moving around a lot and not really sitting down, so it definitely has put a damper on my posture and movement in, and it will in the long term if I don't do anything about it so that's why I'm reaching out to office workers here in the downtown community so that I can help you that um, posture and movement so uh, moving into another thing that Madison has asked me to prepare for is how I've shifted my model during COVID and what my goals are moving forward So not a lot changed for my business as I was only coaching clients online throughout COVID and just before, so just shifting their programming to fit their needs at that time was all I really had to do to adapt, which was really nice. Um, big props to all of the personal trainers that have had to adapt throughout this and coach clients online via Zoom. I think that's really cool, good for you guys, and I'm really happy that you're all back to work. <laughs> um, COVID.
0: Oh, your microphone just cut out for a second there. If you just want to double check on that. <laughs> of course, you have the, the fun of technology.
2: Hello. There we go. <laughs> I forgot that. Um,
1: so I was saying that Open took Thing away from me for a few months. Um, but that honestly wasn't such a bad thing. It made me realize that I was taking a lot of other things for me for granted. I think of COVID as a reset button for myself specifically. It taught me how to adapt to a different lifestyle and most importantly, relax. <laughs> Just something that I've never really been good at, but uh, I'm learning a lot of patience and... Before I was working three jobs before COVID, working out religiously, my life was literally eat, sleep, work, gym, eat, sleep, repeat. (laughs) Um, Now I'm learning to listen to my body and I've decided to take a step back from competing in competitive powerlifting this year to focus on trying new things. Uh, So I will not be doing nationals this year. It's sad, but I'm very excited for the outcome and a longer off season. Um, It also gave me a lot of time to work on my self-development Uh, To pick up my guitar, again, get back into music, find other things to control anxiety other than the gym, and have that outlet. Um, But it most importantly made me get into the details of my own business and working alongside Tegan for collaboration with Homestead. So to release some exciting news for you guys, if if you haven't already heard the buzzing going around Homestead, we're opening a small wellness center within the space. (laughs) Um, I also was able to take the Business Model 101 through Startup Edmonton, so shout out to them for helping me to get my business model running. Um, I really appreciate it, and if you're having a hard time getting started or need some guidance, I would definitely recommend taking that course. Um, So my goals moving forward... (laughs) As soon as all the equipment is here and ready to go we'll be getting started on rolling out all of our services to our doers, entrepreneurs, and the busy office workers of downtown Edmonton. I think that the fitness industry is going to boom now that COVID COVID has happened because people are really realizing how important their health is and people are just ready to get moving. (laughs) So. So some of the services that we're going to be offering are an easily accessible space for our busy members to unwind, get a workout in, when they can in a suitable time frame. Um, For myself and Koucho Sustainability and Wellness, we'll be offering one-on-one partner training, small group training, and online personal training. Uh, Homestead members will get perks of discounted rates and free classes. Uh, We also are looking into getting a wellness collective started. So we'll be bringing in yoga instructors, massage therapists, and other wellness professionals We'll be taking suggestions from our members, so please feel free to shoot me an email. Come find me in this space, and we are very excited to hear what you have to say about this, this new space. Um, Homestead is about to be your one-step shop, your one-stop shop for everything, including inclusion, networking, marketing, and wellness. And I'm really excited to be a part of this new beginning. Off
0: to you, Madison. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, we're, we're very excited to have access to a space like this. I know when you mentioned posture, I instantly was like, oh, crap, because uh, I definitely suffer from that. So it is one of those fun kind of things that um, you don't really realize if you have access to something, how much that can affect your life. So we're super excited to get started about uh, all of that at Homestead. But when it comes to your business, I am going to start off with the question that I ask everybody. And since you've been at every session, I think you're prepared for this one. So in your experience, what makes Edmonton appealing or special to entrepreneurs? Um,
1: The first thing that came to mind when I was reviewing and thinking about this question was the fact of coming from a small town. I was really scared to take the leap to move here, thinking that it would be really hard to meet people, um, make connections and collaborate with other entrepreneurs in the city,
2: I was totally wrong.
1: <laughs> the entrepreneurial community here is honestly the most astonishing thing, and I've never felt so included connecting with people that I've, never, I've only ever met for the first time. Um, the amount of guidance and support this community is willing to offer to new upcoming entrepreneurs is honestly incredible, and I'm so happy to call this place my home. Oh,
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, kind of similar to like what Amit said, right? It's It's community at the end of the day that really makes you stay and makes you want to grow and expand. So it's awesome that that uh, is kind of all in your blood now because I know um, there's a lot of people who live in Edmonton who are Edmontonians, but they were not born here. So um, it is very much a community of connection. So I definitely, definitely agree with that, which is fun to hear. I know we're always um, talking about how Tegan has taken the journey, her personal journey, to kind of move between here and Grand Prairie and how that works for her as well. So I think it's if, it's awesome that we have access to people like her and people like Trevor from Peak and Play uh, Playgrounds who are kind of aware of the challenges of being an entrepreneur from a smaller town in Alberta.
1: For sure. And uh, speaking of Trevor, huge shout out to him for helping us look into more flooring options for the gym. He's been super helpful and supportive throughout all of this. So if you're watching or if you see this later on, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> we really appreciate it. Oh yeah, we always have to give shout outs to Trevor. I'm, uh, he's actually been a um, very much a pioneer in digital as we were speaking with him prior. So I think he hopefully will have some fun stuff to share with us when his time comes as well to present. Um, So like you mentioned with your business, you were mostly coaching people online. And I know you had talked about doing like an app or something like that, but the biggest challenge was finding a space for you to do in person. So by having this in homestead, has that kind of eliminated like your major barrier?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I have, uh, I've had the itch to start one-on-one training ever since I left Good Life and I'm really, really, really excited to start again and get back to that like personal part of it. Um, as much as I love online training, I love, love, love in-person training <laughs> to the highest extent. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Do you
0: find like it's a little bit easier to maybe like correct if they're not hinging correctly or...
1: Definitely, yeah. Um, being a kinesthetic learner myself, I find it a lot easier to even coach people, being able to give them hands-on cues. Um, even though my clients have been doing really well with sending videos and making sure that their form is proper. So shout out to you guys, you're awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a unique challenge, right? But uh, like obviously the online training world has existed for a while. So it's very, very interesting to kind of be able to continue both. Um, I know the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs, they always say is time. So being it in the, bu- in the building, I feel like we probably don't have an excuse. Like I probably have to come visit you
1: even more now. Exactly. You not only get to see me at the front desk, but you'll have to see me in the evening as well, so <laughs> get ready for it guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure. so one question that I have is um about the fitness community in general, because I know when we had Carly on, you were actually talking with her a little bit about um social media and how you're not necessarily the most comfortable filming videos, which is why that really like that personal interaction coming back is huge for you. Um, Do you think social media is kind of like a necessary evil of your industry though?
1: Um, Honestly, I think it's definitely necessary to help me or help my business grow and become more established and well-known in the community. Um, I will be honest though. I'd probably rather (laughs) sit in the pouring rain for five hours than have people follow me around in a gym and take pictures and videos of me working out i'm not a camera person uh, but it's definitely something i'm working on overcoming to build more content for my following um, especially being a huge extrovert i'd rather meet people in person and build connections to establish my own brand in the in the community and that's a huge reason why i love homestead i've already made so many connections here just from our members um, and outside people that i've met that have been drop-ins. so it's been an amazing experience and i'm super excited to get the
0: ball rolling. Yeah, that's awesome. I know for me, like seeing some of the things that you go through, like I've obviously looked at your social media, um, like seeing the look on your face when you're picking up the heaviest thing I've ever seen. I'm just like, I don't think I would want people to see that of me too. So (laughs) I definitely agree with you there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, gotta love those ugly lifting faces. (laughs)
0: Well, and the way that your back arches before you're doing the pushing up one. I'm just like, it always makes me nervous. I don't know why. Yes. (laughs) Those are words that I know clearly. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where we'll never really know, right? Because there have been bands talked about right now, about things like TikTok. It's been banned in several countries since we actually talked with Carly, and that's where her primary audience is. So I think that's maybe another case of don't put all your eggs in one basket. And yes, it did uh, turn itself off again. Um, Luckily, Alicia has this very good mic that just likes to uh, poop out, but there we go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, with with that, like, seeing, like, let's say tomorrow, Instagram gets banned. Do you find that because you are building those personal relationships, you'll be in, like, a better
1: position? Honestly, I think so. Yes. Um, My Instagram following isn't huge. I have about 700 followers, and I find that a lot of my clients have actually come to me through Word of Mouth. Um, I've also just being in the space, I've met a lot of people already that are like, yeah, let's start trading <laughs> once, you, once you get the ball rolling. So I'm really excited to see where that takes me. And honestly, I think that if Instagram were to shut down, it wouldn't be a huge deal. I love making in-person relationships and connections.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I know once you kind of funnel your business to one thing, if something happens to it, you got to have a backup plan, right? So being able to go out and talk to people, I think is a pretty, pretty good advantage that you have there. The extroversion does come in handy. (laughs) Um, So one of the other things that we are going to talk about today is just the problems with like yo-yo dieting, things like that. And With the way that you brand your business, you brand it as sustainability and wellness. Is that something that you're focused on as like long-term results rather than just being like, drop your carbs and do some jumping
1: jacks for me? Sure. A hundred percent. I think sustainability and wellness um, when exercising is so important. Uh,
2: You'll see a lot of times
1: when people are new to the gym or start up, we'll start off with huge goals, which are sometimes attainable. And having big goals is a good thing, but sometimes they're also not attainable. Um, I've seen this happen so many times, and even with myself, getting into a vicious habit of doing really well, and then relapsing and having to start over again. Um, relapse is inevitable, for all of you that are wondering. It happens to everybody. It's completely normal, so if you fall off track, don't beat yourself up over it. Everything happens for a reason, and once you get back on that train and rolling, it's a uh, great start again. So, um, an example that I could give is say if somebody were to want to lose 30 pounds in four months, is it doable? Yes, probably. Um, is it sustainable for the general population? Probably not. Um, because once you lose those 30 pounds, who says you're going to be able to maintain it afterwards? Um, that's when people start to get into health, unhealthy habits like being like oh, now that I've lost all this weight, I can start going back to my unhealthy habits. I can start eating chips again. I can start (laughs) going and getting a Big Mac every day. Like, um, it's a huge thing just being able to maintain it afterwards, and that's where I'm here to help, primarily. Um, Small goals leading up to big goals is usually my big focus. Uh, So having that big goal for an end result in a attainable time frame is really important and so an example of a smaller goal leading up to a goal of 30 pounds of weight loss would be cutting back from drinking five sodas a day to two or three and then eventually switching to diet soda. Great starting goal and a great lifestyle change uh, and then it's an attainable, unattainable time frame as well.
0: Yeah I think that's definitely one of the things that people tend to kind of take for granted because they'll see like things on the internet where like somebody lost 100 pounds in like a month like something that just seems completely insane and they're like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna lose 100 pounds in a month have you had any clients kind of come to you and be a little bit more
1: um i've definitely so this is why i do goal setting in my one-on-one consultations i've definitely had people come to me with incredible goals and don't get me wrong, I think that having huge goals is really important, but being able to sort out those little goals in between, get you to that big goal is definitely the most important part of getting started. Um, Answer your question, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it, like just having those clients and knowing that you've worked with them is something that's really helpful because I know everybody has different fitness goals, right? So you are gonna have um, something from like an athlete to something where somebody just needs to drop that 30 pounds, right? Exactly. It's a very interesting, too, to... Um, I, I find you have this practice of moderation, so you're not limiting your clients, like you're not straight up saying, no, don't look at a cookie ever again. Just don't eat a whole bag of cookies. Exactly, and
1: that's what I like to lean towards. Um, I definitely... And a huge fan of being able to eat what I want, <laughs> when I want, um, in moderation. So that's definitely something that I can get into later on is macro tracking and nutrition. And once we start up Wellness Wednesdays, that is some, again, that's something that I'll be getting more into. So tune in for those. Um, but yeah, definitely just eating in moderation, still having the things that you enjoy, but just being conscious of what you're putting into your body.
0: important. Mm -hmm. I I find like even when we were talking about the hidden calories too, like uh, one of the Wellness Wednesdays you had planned prior to COVID was showing what a Subway sandwich actually has in it, Um, especially if you get all the sauces and all the things on it versus what like a very healthy like chicken and rice kind of is is yeah. that still something that you were interested in talking about maybe
1: yeah for sure that's definitely something that i would bring to the table in a session for sure um and then if anybody has any other suggestions or things that you want to learn about uh i'm also going to be taking decision nutrition one which is a nutrition certification um so i'll be able to help my clients even further with nutrition so my plan is to Every time I do a chapter, I'm going to teach something to Homestead and to my clients about what I'm learning. Yeah, that's Any awesome. Any questions or suggestions that you guys have for Wellness Wednesday, please shoot them
3: my way because
1: I, I love learning and I love educating, on pe- educating people on things that I've learned as well.
0: Yeah, I've always found it interesting. I know um, – We used to do a challenge where we would put the cups, like a typical cup of um, what you would have for pop. And each one would have just filled with the sugar that's in it. So all you see is the sugar. And that changed my life. (laughs) Yep. It is very shocking. So I'm very much a fan that it's not just um, come here, get jacked. It's the whole sort of package.
1: For sure. I mean, if you want to get jacked, I'll get you jacked too. but <laughs> <Helsily>. jacked <laughs> Healthily.
0: Jacked healthily. Yes. But uh, it's, it's more attainable that way, like the way that you were saying. Um, and I think for office workers specifically, you know, we're downtown. We're right on Jasper Ave. There's literally any and every type of food that you could ever want around us and this partnership that you're doing with homestead um it hasn't been done like this before and i think that's something that's really interesting do you do you think that something like this might become a trend moving forward or uh
1: definitely i think that the idea of like-minded like-minded individuals coming together to create an open environment for busy entrepreneurs to unwind and achieve the wellness they deserve
0: and we have lost your mic again. <laughs> Wellness they deserve. Yes. <laughs> don't worry, in the podcast I'm going to edit out all of the things, so you guys won't have to re-experience this, but I can hear you now. Ah, perfect. perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: sorry, uh, I'll just repeat myself because I don't know how much you heard. So I think that the idea of like-minded in- individuals coming together to create an open environment entrepreneurs to unwind and achieve the wellness they deserve is incredible. Um, I think it's crazy that we don't already see this happening in other spaces. And I think it's huge. Like I am so thankful to be able to have this opportunity to work alongside Tegan, my Homestead team, and with all my members to be able to start my business in this space. So,
0: Mm -hmm, because I know in the U S we've seen a couple, I know, um, we were watching specifically Huga, they were just about to launch this in the states right before COVID happened, and it theirs was a lot bigger, I think it was like 10,000 square feet or something of a gym, so it was a huge investment for them, and they obviously couldn't launch it, so it's it's something that we see like on a nice small scale for now but do you see like this expanding even within Homestead?
1: Uh, I think it definitely has the potential to um, and I hope it does 100% because we are very very interested in getting wellness this into our space more so than we already have so um, I can actually invite Tegan in to speak a little bit on behalf of that now that she's joined if you'd like a little bit more of what you'd like to bring into Homestead.
3: Sure, just sorry settling in here to the space. Um, yeah, so I think I mean, I know from my own journey as an entrepreneur uh, and as uh, starting a couple businesses and being uh, a mom and, and trying to wear so many hats that we all do as entrepreneurs that I'm only, my businesses are only as strong and my family's only as strong as as I am. So looking after my own health, uh, both from a physical and and mental health perspective is something that I've always been trying to juggle. And
1: the eating, sleeping,
3: or workout and Being downtown, obviously, we have a lot of amenities here that are close by, which have always been available to us, which is great, but I literally live between the office and home, and I go to the office and home, maybe my favorite coffee shop, uh, but I I have a very clear, distinct uh, uh, path between the places that I travel in a given day, and I always found like that gym or that working out just as that extra step that often would get push to the wayside because you put so many other things and people first. And so I went to New York last year and there was, it was all about business strategy and, and a bunch of like self-learning and education that I was taking with a group of entrepreneurs. And we went to a fitness place where they were all about fitness hacks and, and trying to be really efficient uh, with the time that you had as entrepreneurs, and not working out for hours on end, and finding really zeroing in on exactly what you need for the length of time you need it, and making those improvements um, in a smart way. And it dawned on me that like just going to the gym and and doing random workouts and doing what I'd always done wasn't enough. That if I really was gonna be at peak performance, I needed to consider all the things and. Get really mindful about my choices when it came to health and wellness, um, because I my time uh, is very precious. Uh, I want to be either working on my business or spending time with family, or maybe finding some more time to look after, uh, like just to do the things that I love again. Um, so I don't want to be just spending hours in the gym and and not know that it's effective and and doing exactly what I wanted to. So. That was a big eye opener because they had a bunch of technology in the space and it was some good conversations with entrepreneurs and fitness experts where I realized if we're really smart about this, uh, we can really assist entrepreneurs within the homestead umbrella, uh, find the same pathways and really tailor their health and wellness all under the same roof. So it does become a one stop shop so that while you're here working, it's not a huge effort to drive to another location or go out of your way uh, from your, your trip to home to look after your health. If we can bring it within the, the day, uh, so that your work day, you know when you go home, you've looked after all the things, you've looked after your business, you've looked after your, your personal mental health and physical health, and if we can provide that under Homestead's roof, I think that's the best case scenario. Um, and it's not for everybody. Some people would actually prefer the separation and they'll have different things that they already like to do and enjoy. And I say, continue doing all those things. But if you are struggling to find time to fit in that uh, self-care and you do want to do it and work it into the, the co-working location here at Homestead, then I think we can really provide some great opportunities. And so there is like, we you know, we've, we're talking about the physical piece of it, but there is ideas that I'm playing around with of how to bring in um, uh, better nutrition planning and stuff and, and uh, healthy food options and stuff. So I'm always thinking about that uh, because I have to solve those problems for myself. Uh, and I know from being an entrepreneur that if we're solving a problem for ourselves, there's likely the likelihood of that somebody else has the same problem is probably a good chance. Um, so even if we're only helping a handful of people in the space that are experiencing the same issues, that's enough for me. Um, and if you have any ideas or things you'd like to see, we, right now we're really, uh, we're brainstorming. We're really flexible. We're trying to see what fits and what sticks and what's of value. And, um, yeah, we're open to hearing anything from, from anyone.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think, um, things that are built together obviously always come out to serve the community so I think it's great that you're incorporating what the people actually in the space would want as well.
3: Yes and I I think it was a perfect storm actually when Alicia came and was applying to the position here at Homestead. Um, You know we've tried in the past to partner with outside uh, people and we will continue to do that uh, because I think you know we're looking at a collective um health in this because they go hand in hand with entrepreneurship um but having somebody within our team structure that is passionate and interested in this and can really drive that forward with that passion behind it uh i just felt like really was a perfect storm and helped round out this vision so i've been more than happy to give Alicia the the reins to run with this and, and design out uh, the space that we're building out and and think through how she's going to provide value to our members and then in turn help grow her business. Um, I, I And then that gives her even a better understanding of what it means to be an entrepreneur. And she can relate to our members uh, even more so because she's also trying to learn all the same things and grow her business and deal with the same things uh, challenges and struggles. So, um, and then uh, being able to provide some mentorship to entrepreneurs in the space through this has been uh, uh, great. So um, I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting to see as we move forward. And like you mentioned with um, going to see this other space, how there was a lot of technology and cool things like that. that's kind of something that we've kind of seen come out of the pandemic as well. So like, has anybody, or maybe Alicia, if you've seen anything that's kind of caught your eye that you're wanting to incorporate one day or?
1: Um, Honestly, like I said before, I think it's really cool how the trainers that were doing this full-time one-on-one training had to, how they had to adapt from in-person sessions to strictly online via Zoom and other platforms. Um, Like I said, huge shout out to them. That's amazing. It's not easy to go from being super personable and being able to cue in person to having to do it over video and think of new ways to be able to um, coach your clients. So good job, you guys. Um, Honestly, right now, I don't see myself incorporating more technology into my business just yet. Just because I said before, I much prefer doing one-on-one training because I find it a lot more personable. I like building that in-person connection um, and being able to queue in person as well. Um, for myself, especially being the kinesthetic learner, like I said before, the hands-on approach is definitely appreciated, and I'm glad to be rolling out our services now that the government has given us permission to so. exciting.
0: Yeah, it's definitely interesting because I know people kind of tend to jump on to a trend, right? They're like, oh everybody's doing this, so we gotta do this. So I think it's um, interesting that this program is getting built between the two of you and uh, kind of the community as well. Was that always your intention with incorporating their ideas?
1: Sorry, um, my sound cut out for a second. Can you just re-say that one more time?
0: (laughs) For sure. Um, So basically, the the gist of the question was, um, with looking forward to this space, was it always the intention to build it with the community?
1: Yes, 100%. I think I might have missed a little other part of your question. but,
3: no but I can speak to that. I, mm-hmm. I, um, I think we were always looking, whenever we had space available, like actual real estate space available, we would look at how we could multipurpose it. So before we were doing yoga in the boardroom at lunch hour, and we would move the tables and stuff. And, and then we opened up on the fourth floor and we had a little bit more space. So then the yoga moved up to the fourth floor and was just like kind of a dedicated space to that. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that when you have space and it's there and it's, it's being underutilized, so maybe not being rented as an office, you start to look at and say, well, what can we do? that's smarter or better, what amenities can we provide? And uh, it became one of those, Just it just became a natural part of the conversation that we should dedicate a room specifically to health and wellness. And then um, we talked about providing programming through Alicia specifically for Homestead members, but then also making the room bookable as an additional amenity, like a boardroom. Um, and then also opening it up to a collective where people can come in from the outside and provide other types of uh, services and consulting and, and education and knowledge. So, um, turning a room like that into a multi purpose, I think, is just a smart way of, of trying to maximize the use of our space in the building and then seeing where the demand is. And- so then we look at other opportunities of space, either in the same building or adjacent. So we'll grow this in step with demand and feedback from our community and, and just see where it goes.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now that we have you both here, actually, this, um, this kind of relates to both as you're both female entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of what Alicia works on is getting women to actually use weights. Because I know a lot of them think that they're going to look a little too muscular and maybe not feel comfortable, but, um, how did you develop that philosophy and do you see like maybe encouraging somebody like Tegan who would not traditionally do like big heavy weightlifting into getting into them?
1: Uh, so first thing first, how I developed that philosophy, I literally just tried it for myself. Um. You never know how empowering something is. Um, Moving a ton of weight for being 135 pounds is until you try it. And I've never felt this ever before. I tried lifting weights. So that was huge for me. Um, A lot of people, like you said, women especially, think that lifting lifting weights is going to make them big or bulky. Um, Ladies, men generate seven to eight times more testosterone than women do. Uh, meaning that they are going to gain much faster than we are. So don't be afraid to gain a little bit of muscle mass. Um, if anything, you'll get more toned than gaining a ton of muscle mass. Um, you're not going to get big simply lifting weights. I can tell you that it took me... I've been lifting for about three to four years, and
2: if you look at me, I'm
1: still pretty tiny. <laughs> so I can promise you that. Um, and yeah, getting barbells into the hands of women has always been a priority to me because lifting weights will not only improve fat loss, um, you're still burning calories for hours, if not days after weightlifting, because your post-workout metabolism is cre- is increasing due to muscle burning more fat. Um, so not only are you improving your bone density, but you're also building more muscle, you're reducing stress, and you're going to gain strength that can be put towards activities that you'll be doing in your everyday life. For example, lifting your kids up, moving that heavy bag of kitty litter, (laughs) it's very beneficial just in everyday life as well. So that's kind of my gist on heavy weight lifting.
0: And so to kind of get that across to um, like definitely when you say like lifting up your kids, like are we going to see Tegan with both and then one around in the middle there (laughs) for squats, right?
3: (laughs) It's amazing how quickly time goes by and you go to lift your kid and you're like, wow, I I don't have too many more uh, months of being able to lift you and they're gonna be able to lift me, so.
1: (laughs) And to add to that, sorry, it's uh, it's not even the strength component that comes from lifting weights, it's learning how to do the movement patterns properly. So that reduces the risks of injury. Uh, Even in, like I said, everyday life, when you go to pick up a box, Nine times out of 10, you see people doing it wrong, and then they're like, why does my back hurt? (laughs) So just learning how to do those proper movements is really important.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that it has like this actual part to real life, because I think sometimes we have that problem of we can't see, okay, me learning how to do these primal movements that we went through in Wellness Wednesday, how does that actually affect my life? So then the one session that you did where you were like, this is how you pick up a box. I think that Is a a lot more, like it's easier to understand for people?
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely is uh, easier to understand, especially for beginners. I like to relate it to real life things rather than just being like, hey, do this squat with a kettlebell out in front of you. Um, It makes a lot more sense when you're saying, hey, pretend like you're about to sit into a chair and hold this in front of you. or like you're gonna squat down under the toilet. <laughs> There's so many different ways to coach and cue people to make it more understanding for them, uh, and that's something that I'm still learning how to do. But overall, I think I've had a pretty good experience with it. So I'm excited to bring my my education forward and help people in the space.
0: Yeah, I think that's um, that's super helpful to get the basic parts. So it's kind of almost like an accelerator for fitness
1: yeah <laughs> pretty much
0: <laughs> so your lean canvas in this case would be like uh, weights over here and this over here and I I find that um, sometimes when you speak people's language it helps just drill that in a little bit more so for me something like this is how you pick up a box makes more sense obviously for some other people it's like this is how you properly pick up Uh, insert child here, right? But I I find it interesting because we do have a lot of solopreneurs in the space that maybe they don't have somebody saying, hey, fix your shoulders. They should be back or things like that. So I think having you be able to remind them because we all have similar chairs at work of like, this is how it should look would be really helpful for them.
1: For sure. That's definitely something that I can add into one of our next Wellness Wednesdays.
0: Yeah, and I know you spoke about um, potentially. Ooh, excuse me. Um, potentially starting up a, um, a like sort of like a transformation challenge, or at least a little challenge. Uh, can you give us like a sneak peek of what that might be?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: so, um, well, first things first, I'd like to invite. I'm thinking somebody with a wellness background in yoga. Or, uh, massage. So what we'll be doing is I'll be offering a few personal training sessions. Um, I'll be developing an eight-week program for uh, six to eight week. I haven't really decided the tiny details yet um, to teach people basically the basics, how to get moving, uh, see how much posture that we can fix in that time span, and basically the challenge is to see what results come out of it. Um, Not necessarily who does better or who gets the best results. Um, But yeah, like I said, I still have a little bit of detail to solidify and I'm really excited. But what's going to come out of it is also a giveaway at the end where I'm gonna bring in either the massage that is a yoga instructor, will be giving a gift card um, or maybe like a one-on-one session with a yoga instructor. I'll be offering a few personal training sessions for free to the winner of that challenge. Um, and or online approaches will work as well so awesome it's going to be small for the time being just because I don't have the capacity to take on a ton of people at the moment but I'm really excited to get the ball rolling on that
0: (laughs) great and we actually have a question so I'm just going to unmute our uh, friend Heidi here and she'll be able to ask away sure Except that it's not letting me click it so I'm just gonna make her co-host so that we can do it this way.
1: <laughs> oh, it's still muted.
2: Unmute. Is it because? Oh, there we oh, go. go. <laughs> it's me? Excellent. So I have a question for Alicia. Alicia, I broke my arm and so I'm struggling and so I'm so excited that there'll be fitness at the place because I really love this idea about uh, communal fitness because there's accountability because our fellow colleagues and you will be sitting at the front desk going, hey, what's up? And I, similar to Tegan, have a hard time integrating this, especially with my broken arm. Um, um, And I know how important it is for my mental health and my physical health to work in correlations. I'm wondering about um, your plan to motivate the different people here um, in outreach, right? So you're already at the front desk, which is the perfect position. But how will you build excitement for all of us? I'm already excited, so that's a given, but how will you build excitement for all of us so we join in?
1: Um, Well, as some of you already know, I've been, Really excited about this starting up. Probably this idea literally since I started my first day at Homestead. So um, it's been building and building and building. (laughs) Um, So my prime focus has already been just walking around, talking to people, and telling them about it. And that's already given me huge results uh, and feedback on what people would like to see, what people would like to learn. So that's a huge thing. Like I said, I'm a huge extrovert. So going out of my way to talk to people has never been an issue. <laughs> um, and making those connections within the space is going to definitely um, move me forward in that sense. Does that kind of answer your question?
2: Oh, she it sure me. does. Oh, <laughs>
1: perfect.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I think, um, we can do one thing right now, which is kind of fun. Uh, Alicia has offered to take us on a tour of where the uh, gym is going to be.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have to hop off the computer really quick and switch to my phone. So bear with me for a second and I'll show you around. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: right now, I know we're waiting on some equipment to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to continue getting ready and I'll just fill everybody in. Um,
3: and basically- I'll uh, Sorry, I'll just speak to um, just talking about motivation and stuff too. Uh, So I think like, you know, where Alicia's going with the challenges and stuff and the, the the incentives and stuff to to complete the challenge. We always are good at starting something as entrepreneurs, but we are also really good at not finishing it. Um, So I know she's been thinking of ways to get people to stick with it because once it, I, I think is it 66 days that you have to do something for it to become a habit, or something routine enough that you keep it going, and and also like not starting intense. Like don't start and like be barely be able to walk the next day. And I think we've probably all done that and been part of those programs. They're super intense and they're exhausting, and then you can literally walk for two days. So I don't like that's not the approach either. She's starting where she's focusing on things that. You could know, in 15 to 30 minutes be adjustments and a little bit of uh, work that over time give big results. Um, and so when the time commitment is lower and the intensity is consistent, but not in big spurts or, or high intensity, then you actually have a chance at changing your lifestyle and incorporating it long-term. And we've also talked about switching it up too. So when we are, the benefit that we have of our location is our proximity to the river valley. So sometimes it won't always be working in that room up on the fourth floor. It might be uh, let's go for a walk in the river valley. It's a beautiful day. Let's go just walk a set of stairs and we're just going to do it as a group. And we have the accountability we can utilize. It's not, it's not just about using equipment that's, that's, dedicated to fitness the fitness in a space you can use the stairwells in the building you can use the stairs in the river valley you can walk around the block and you can make it fun and and again like with people that you already know and are comfortable with and and uh there's accountability there so so just talking through that piece i uh, thought i would add that
0: Sure, I know earlier this year for World Pokemon Day, we did a little Pokemon walk around with Pokemon Go, so we have everything for all the generations, right? <laughs> but I'll, I'll let it go over to Alicia, I'll just unmute you and go to town, and show us around. Oh, won't let me unmute you either, so feel um, <laughs> free.
1: Um, so we our equipment's not quite here yet, um, due to COVID, there has have- has been quantity of equipment in Edmonton. So I actually had to order from the States and it is a little bit slow getting here, but um, we're hoping within the next couple of weeks it'll be here. So that's really exciting. Um, We've also partnered with a local company called And keeping a squat rack as well. So, it uh, really cut out exciting. just we're as you were saying. Supporting a wants. local entrepreneur and. Oh, oh okay. Um, so, yeah, we are bringing in some equipment from a local sup- supplier, also another entrepreneur in the community. Um, so, what we'll be getting from them is a squat rack, a bench, and yeah, just I think it's really cool that we're supporting another local entrepreneur and getting. Things made here rather than a manufacturer anywhere else. So, that'll be coming to the space as well, and I'll show you where everything will be once we get it. <laughs> so just bear with me for a second. Oops. Alright, so this is the space. <laughs> um, just a couple of days ago we had the mirrors set up, we have the flooring in. Uh, I really like this space and actually when Tegan first toured me around on my first day of work, I uh, I visioned this place to be a gym when I, the first time I saw it, and now that vision is becoming a reality and I'm super excited. Uh, So, sorry, this side here is where we'll be putting the dumbbell rack, um, maybe a bench, and some exercise cardio equipment. Um, Over on this side, we'll be having our squat rack that's getting custom made right now. Uh, As you can see, we have the plates there and we have a couple more mirrors that are going to be set up on this wall
2: as well.
0: Awesome, very exciting. I think uh, people are pretty stoked to see that up on the 4th if they haven't seen the changes since um, the... Uh, Lucid has moved out, so I'm really excited to share that with them. Um, Thank you so much for sharing everything with us, Uh, both of you. It was a pleasure to have you here, and I'm super excited for us to get started moving forward. Um, I do want to thank you 100%. I know you are part of Homestead, but this is also with your own business, so we do appreciate you taking the time to come speak with us. Um, Next week, we're actually going to be having uh, our marketers and residents on. So we'll be having Kate and Ave on, which will be very exciting. Uh, We're going to be discussing the marketer and residents program that Homestead has started up and some of the fun stuff that will come with that. So can't wait to see you all next week. And thank you all for joining us today.